Welcome to Ride Hard, Love Harder, a podcast for biker couples, non-biker couples, singles, and travelers. In this podcast, we'll take our listeners on a journey through our travels across the United States on our motorcycles and the journey through our marriage. We'll laugh a lot. We'll share a lot of great stories as we encourage and inspire you and yours to celebrate life and have fun as you ride hard, love hard. Well, hey everyone, this is your boy E. Eric. Wasn't able to come on last week. Job kind of got in the way. Got home late. Had to get up early. Y'all know how that is. But something we're going to talk about today, and some of y'all, this is just my personal opinion from a man's standpoint of view. So some of y'all honestly not going to agree with this. Some of y'all probably going to like what I say. Some of y'all not going to like what I'm going to say. But today we're going to talk about do you really want to be a wife? And you know this show is, is, is geared towards the bike community, but it's geared towards everybody. So I'm talking about this here because I see so many, and I've talked to uh, so many women on the bike set looking for a permanent relationship, looking for a love, looking for someone to spend the rest of their life with. Uh, They feel like, you know, they're a biker. They love the biker lifestyle. So they want somebody that's equally yoked, uh, someone who uh, knows them, knows what they go through someone that they can uh, ride across the country with or ride local with or go to bike shows and look at pretty bikes, sound competition. They just want someone that they could really, really relate to, someone who understands uh, independent rider lifestyle as far as club, patch holders, lifestyle, and we get it. But the first question I have to ask is do you really, really, really want to be a wife because see tell y'all a little secret about men uh men can tend to be insecure you may not know it you may not see it but deep down inside they are so the thing about men is they just want to feel either for the moment or feel permanently that they the one that they're number one that there's nobody but them And that's a hard thing to do for women. I'd be the first person to say it because you have no idea a lot of times how that man feels on the inside or what his emotions is going through. So you're actually trying to fill a void that you don't even know is empty. You actually don't realize that his cup, which is him, is half full. So you really don't get it. So you really have to, and I'm going to tell you thing about men. If a guy likes you, loves you, want to be with you, spend time with you, most guys, they might bring up your path, but they honestly don't care. They don't care if you a stripper or you a a hooker or you a nurse or a doctor, you a garbage man. Most men honestly don't care about that. I'm not saying they all don't, but most of them really don't care about that all they care about because let me tell you another secret because all they care about is you got their back one of the thing about men a lot of times when a man before a man gets engaged or before a man even brings it up to your attention at some point decent men they're gonna get with their boys 
and they're going to tell their boys, hey, I'm tossing in the player card. I think it's time for me and Jane Doe to get together. Really what they're doing is getting approval from their friends. Most of their friends are going to say, yeah, man, we knew this was coming, blah, blah, blah. Where does it go wrong from when that man, because a man will tell his friends, man, I'm tired of sleeping around, tired of going out with different women. I'm ready to just have that one woman that's mine. So when we tell our boys that, what happens between there and later on? What has really happened in, in, in to a lot of us, and I mean a lot of us, whether we black, white, Latino, it don't matter, across the board, a lot of us come from, unfortunately, I say this unfortunately, broken homes. A lot of us have seen divorce. We know what divorce is. Then we watched our parents, and we loved them, remarry and start a new life. So that's, that has become part of the norm. Part of the norm has become looking for the exit sign too quick before the exit sign needs to be looked for. A lot of times... We just need to look at each other. In the Bible, uh, in Timothy, Paul tells Timothy, study yourself to be approved. One of the things that I tell couples when I'm marrying them in marriage conference, you know, you don't have to do it every year, but every every other year, every third year, every fifth year, and I get it's a little difficult with, with the little corona thing going on. Go to a marriage conference. You know, we have them here, right here, every year. We got one right here in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, so go to a marriage conference. Get and that's also a getaway. Find a babysitter if you still got kids. Do whatever you're gonna do, but take time for you two to get together to rejuvenate. Even if you go to the same marriage conference, a lot of times you'll learn something different every time because the topics is different. Sometimes they bring in different speakers. It just has the same name. So don't be afraid. Or don't be so egotistically that you don't want to go to conferences, especially biker couples. Because a lot of biker couples, you know, we, we messed up. Another thing, now I got to talk to the ladies because this show is geared towards the women. If you truly at a point in your life where you want to be married, then start being married right then, now. And what do I mean by that? Yes, you're a singer. I know you don't probably have nobody, but you done said after this last relationship, you done been with this dude who done screwed around on you, done done this, done that, or whatever. This is not going to happen to me no more. I, I'm, I'm going to start taking my time. I'm going to wait till I find somebody to care about me. Well, listen. Listen to what I'm finna say. If you truly deep down inside is saying, I know I can be a good wife because you got to work on it. See, you got to work on you so that that man will look at you, see you, and find you and snatch you up. So what do you need to do right away? Think about it. Look at it like this, ladies. If you are married to a good man, question, would you go out with another man? You probably wouldn't. If you're married to a good man, you truly probably wouldn't sleep with another man. Now, I get, and it's okay if you have male friends, tell you another little secret. I know the guy's going to get me. A lot of guys don't know how to be male friends. So, ladies, you really got to stream them very well if they're going to be considered a male friend because most 
male friend. And there's a lot of men. I mean, tons of. I mean, billions of men who know how to just be your friend and don't even ever want a hood. But so many men they have an alternative, and that's to sneak in. They'll be your friend for 10, 15 years, but the whole time they wanting to hit it. They waiting on that moment, waiting on your 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 your, your granddaddy to die or something like that, so they can hit it. So you really got to stream that type of guy that you're going to allow to be your guy friend. And it's okay to have guy friends. And your your husband should understand that. And the guy should get it. And, and you'll be able to spot when he goes too far, he crosses that line. Uh, but what I'm getting at is if you personally and you've made up in your mind, I want to be married, I'm going to be married, then you have to start with you right then. Number one, you can't continue to be sleeping around because a wife don't sleep around. You can't continue to be partying and staying out till 3, 4, 5 o'clock in the morning, getting drunk at these parties publicly because that's not what a man wants a wife to do. See, a lot of y'all don't realize y'all character and personality on the way y'all acting now is keeping y'all in the benefit zone. And what I mean by benefit zone, because most of y'all, y'all know, you just a benefit for somebody to sleep with for a time being. They're not really trying to get to know your favorite color, know what your favorite car is, what your favorite movie is. They can care less. Your character and personality and the way that you carry yourself now has allowed you to just be a benefit friend. So what you have to do is turn that around. And it's going to be difficult. It's not going to be easy. It's going to be a struggle. We get that. But you have to turn that around. I don't even know what that looks like for y'all. Some of y'all, you might have to change friends. Some of y'all, you might have to do this, blah, blah, blah. But you have to turn it around. You have to be willing to turn it around. But you have to be strong enough to be the person that you've agreed to be. You have to be the one that's strong. First of all, most guys, let me explain something to a lot of y'all ladies, especially biker females. When you sleep with one biker, please understand, Another biker is going to know. They're going to know. If you are a married woman and you're sleeping around or you sleep with one guy, please understand, a whole bunch of guys know that as a married woman, you're kicking it. You know, I'm just being honest. And that hurts a lot of y'all. A lot of y'all think, well, I'm sleeping with this guy. He in ABC club, but I'm, I'm kicking it with this guy. He in DEF club, but I'm okay with this guy. He in GTP club. Please understand, for the most part, all three of them guys know. They ain't even mad. A lot of times, they asking each other, man, you going over there this weekend? Nah, I'm not going to be able to go this weekend. Man, you going, nah, right, I'm going to go this weekend. They talking about it. So you have to mature up. Because I'm going to tell y'all ladies something. Men emotionally already start doing this. When that man sees you across the room and he's already said, I'm a wife her up, he's already started preparing himself. It's just in a man's DNA. He doesn't want to try to. But see, women, sometimes y'all have to think about it. Well, a lot of times a man has already. Now, he's going to struggle because, you know, some men, I'm sorry to say this, they just dogs. They great friends, great lovers, great everything else. They just dogs. I don't care how good you are to them. I don't care if you wash their clothes. I don't care if you bring home a million dollars a week. Uh, prime example, look at Janet Jackson. Prime example, look at Halle Berry. 
You know, prime example, look at Mariah Carey. So it doesn't matter how good looking or cute you are. Some of y'all are just simply married to a dog. And you have to ask yourself how much you want to be in there. Now, that person can be a great friend, an excellent friend. That's just someone that's going to always have somebody else. But most men, I gotta say most, and I gotta, I gotta give my my my, my brother some 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 claps. Most men, when they marry you, they have no intentions on honestly being with anybody else. Men is complacent. Give you a prime example. Put this through the test. Feed a man chicken rice and change the vegetable every day. That man will never say anything. He'll eat that chicken and rice with a vegetable in it every day and be happy. He'll even be so happy on some days he'll tell you how good it tastes. And you believe that's the same thing he had yesterday because we're complacent. And we're okay with that. We like coming home and putting our hat at a certain place. What throws us off is when you move the hat or vice versa. You know, we like taking our shoes off. And leaving the shoes right at the door. You, we know y'all don't like that. You move your shoes. Them your work shoes. They dirty shoes. Uh, but prepare yourself for that type of man. Train and equip your mind first. So once you get out of that relationship that doesn't force you to say, I can't do this no more, take your time. Don't be in no hurry. Even if, you know, uh, uh, Denzel Washington walks up to you. Be be prepared to say, "Look, right now I'm not ready. I get it. You know, let's come back in two, three months from now. I don't want no pressure on me. I want to zero in on me. Most men understand that, and they'll leave. They'll say, "Y'all done heard this before. When you ready, give me a call because I'm definitely interested. I definitely would like to go out." Another thing, ladies. Stay in the friend zone for a little while. Make a man work for it. I don't mean that little 90-day thing because most men go into it thinking it's going to take me 90 days to get it anyway. The problem is when y'all give it up before the 90 days, you don't know what some of you ladies, I'm telling another secret, you disappoint the man. So once you disappoint the man, he's disappointed, period. It's going to be a long time because what did I open up saying? He wants to be special. He wants to feel like he's special. So if you just making him patiently wait, he's good. But what I really, really mean by that is date in the daytime. You know, them first four, five, six dates, always meet. You don't ride with him, he don't ride with you. Hey, let's meet at McDonald's at 6 o'clock. Sit there, chill out and talk. Get you a beer, whatever you're going to drink. Get you a wine. When it's time to go, either you give him a hug or shake his hand, but just, hey, I'll call you tomorrow. He's probably going to call you tomorrow. Next time y'all go out, say, hey, let's meet at Burger King at 6 o'clock on Saturday. Go to Burger King, get you a little beer, get you some wine, champagne, whatever, mixed drink. Have a good time. Talk, communicate. When it's time to go, give him a hug, shake his hand. We'll see you tomorrow. On Sunday, get up, you and him, y'all either go to Queen City Biker Church together or you watch Queen City Biker Church live. Start putting God and your relationship in the friend zone. Not later on, in the friend zone. Then the next date, 
do the same thing. Then when you really feel a little bit more comfortable that it start to it's time to start night dating, because you still gotta protect your emotions because you wanna be a wife. Double date for a couple of days, three or four, five dates, double date. By now you don't had 10, 12 dates. Guess what? You making that man work for your emotions. You making that man work for your heart. You making that man work for your character. See, the thing about men, and this is no disrespect because I'm a guy. You know, when I married my wife, I'm a communicator. I talk all the time. I said to my wife, I don't really know how to be a man. I've really never had to be a man. I've always just had to be just that guy that somebody dates. If you get along, we get along. If we don't, we don't. I may date somebody for five or six years, but that doesn't necessarily mean I love them. It just, you know, I, and I said that to her. You know, wasn't that I was saying that to turn her off? I was saying that so she can learn me. So her expectations wouldn't be high of me being a man right away. I had to mature in dating her and then in marrying her in becoming a man. But because I'm a communicator, that was easy for me to just talk about. And it was easy for me to say. A lot of y'all are going to be with men who can't say that, who can't communicate that. So you're going to have to learn to watch his actions. You're going to have to learn to watch his movement. You're going to have to learn to watch if, his, if he stretches his ear during a certain part of the conversation, if he pats his leg or his feet whatever you're gonna have to become an observer without talking because he's throwing you signals that he does all the time to guess what he doesn't even know he's doing you have to spot them now ladies if you dating or you know you're getting real close someone who communicates listen don't judge what he's saying you as a negative listen to what he's saying so you can grow from that you know, my wife listened to me say, hey, I need, and I told her, I'm going to need strong men around me to help me become a man. She heard that. She allowed me to be with guys. I mean, of course, y'all know I was in, no, no, I was in a men's small group, and those guys poured into my life. You know, I watched these guys pray for their wives. I watched these guys pray for their kids. I listened to these guys want to be married. See, once again, I come from that brokenness, so I had never been around that. So it was new to me, and I was learning. But because I was able to express that, not all, not at the beginning, but almost at the beginning, we was able to grow into that. But it's because, once again, I wanted to. It's because on that first date, which our first date was to church, me and the wife, I sat at one table, she sat at another table, and all I did was observe her. I looked at her body up and down, looked at the hips, the thighs, the breasts, the hair, the hands, the feet, the whatever. You know, I looked at how she was holding her ink pen. And I knew then she was the one. Now, I may not have told her that, but I knew then just by checking. But I knew she had baggage. I had baggage. We both had baggage. I knew it wasn't going to be an easy road, but I knew that we had to work. And most men, they already know that. Most guys, when you get with, he's going to already know your sexual past. He's going to know your hurt. He's going to understand your divorce. You just have to be prepared 
to allow him to work with you, which means he's probably not going to always say what you want to hear. He's probably not going to always do what he want to do. Because the thing about men is we quickly go into a shell. I mean, immediately. Even even guys that are communicators that look. And let me say this right quick before I keep going. A lot of you ladies uh, throw this thing out there. I want I want somebody to communicate. I want somebody to talk to. Be careful what you ask for. Because if you really get a man that can communicate, you really get a man that can talk, you might get your feelings hurt. Because he'll just be talking, saying things that you're not ready for. But that's what you've been wanting, so now that's what you got. So be proud and glad to accept that. Be proud and glad to listen to if this man says, hey, I'm a little weak in this area or I'm a little strong in this area. Some of y'all like me, I'm not a handyman. I tell my wife from the beginning, I'm not a handyman. I'm not finna walk around here with no tube belt on. Now, I walk around here with a tube belt on naked, you know, just for fun. But I'm not finna use no tools on that tube belt. She knew that from the beginning. I ain't no handyman. I'm going to go out there and cut the grass. I keep the motorcycles clean. I do semi-okay on the cars. I ain't doing the best. But, you know, we love our motorcycles more than the cars. You know, she needs she needs help to clean up around the house. My wife will tell you. I push the back. There's things I won't do. Like, I don't wash dishes. And I've told her because I don't wash dishes because I have anxiety attacks. I was an abused child. One of the ways I got abused was from washing dishes. You know, what my, my stepmom would do was, she, you know, because that was my job to wash dishes. Well, when she felt like beating me, she might pick up a glass that the birds in the sky knew was clean. But she would say it was dirty, and then I would get a beating. That was the life that I lived. So that still affects me today, even at my age. So, yeah, I might wipe a glass here, wipe something here, but I struggle with just simply standing over the sink washing dishes. So my wife knows that. I've said to her, I mean, I do just about anything you ask, but I'm not going to wash dishes. I struggle with that. I mean, I have, I literally break out sweating high because in my mind, even at my age now, I think I know what's next. So that's when I say sometimes, ladies, you have to listen. So if you want a guy who can put on that tube belt and put some tools in it and go to work, and you with a guy who said that ain't what he's going to do, you have a choice to make. Because he has communicated to you, I'm not going to go out there and do that. We're going to call a handy person all the time or a contractor all the time. You sitting up here wanting to get turned on because you think he's going to uh, change the doggone garbage disposal because it's easy and simple. He's sitting up here saying, look, if we go Lowe's, Lowe's or Home Depot, we're going to ask them, do they have Dreno or contractor? And that's okay. But you have to be willing to accept the okay. Now, let's get into this biker lifestyle. You're a girl. You like the bike. You pounding. You doing 10, 15, 20,000 miles a year. Doing IBAs, iron butt every other week. Every time we turn around, you're going to struggle. Because even if you date another biker, he's going to have low self-esteem without ever telling you. Guess what? You out here riding a motorcycle like there's no end to today taking all these pictures, taking all these photos, uh, posting all these pictures and photos. you just having a good time. He ain't ready and prepared to do that yet. So once again, you got to make a decision right now. Either I'm going to be with this guy who's probably only going to ride a couple of hours with me 
The rest of the time, he's going to want to go in the car, plane, bus, train. I don't know. He ain't wanting to go to California on no motorcycle. It don't interest him. It don't phase him. He loves watching other people on social media go across country. So you're going to have to make a decision. Is this the type of guy? Or you're going to have to learn to communicate gently. Hey, what is it, why you really don't want to ride? You may find out that nobody's never asked him or nobody's never pushed the issue. So you're going to have to learn to break that down. Once again, if you want to be married, you have to start being married before you marry. You have to start working on you before and see. And a lot of times women start dating and they immediately want to fix the guy. You ain't fixed you yet. So why are you trying to fix him? You ain't working on you yet. So why are you trying to work on him? So, yeah, you are helping him. You're working him. You done changed the way he dressed when you first started dating. He had his pants hanging down. He had, you know, 20 inch dreadlocks. Now you got him a nice looking haircut groom dressing real good but your emotions is all tore up so you got to learn to look at you first you got to learn to build that inner strength within you first uh, and next week we'll probably come on we're gonna talk about the man but the day we decide hey we'll talk about the women first because you know y'all probably clap back but we really 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 especially you know most of y'all don't know i'm a pastor we really, really, really want to see you happy. I honestly really, really, really want to be happy. Uh, I'm sure the next person really, really, really want to be happy. Because statistics, no matter where you look at, Google the surveys, they all say the same thing. If you're in a one-on-one -on -one relationship for a long time, you live longer, sex is better, you're healthier, you, your, your brain works better. I mean, studies after studies after studies have always shown that being in a one-on-one -on -one relationship makes you just more active in any kind of facet way of life. You know, so we have to learn to train and equip that, and that's what we do at the Q. That's why we have uh, our biker couples conference, which just next year probably be the last year we call it that, or we might change the name immediately to what this here podcast is, the Ride Hard, Love Harder Biker Conference. Then we'll give it things. Because not only do we want to grow, oh, you know, I, I you know, I tell my boys all the time. I said, man, I pray, you know, for my wife, I pray that we be ninety years old before God take either one of us home. You know, uh, reason being, I ain't want to sleep with nobody else, and I don't want her neither. So if something happened to me at sixty-five, she might find somebody else, or vice versa. She might not have, you know. So it works. Stupid prayer, but hey, that's where I'm at. But at least I'm praying. You know, so that's where a lot of y'all have to be. At. at least you have to start somewhere. At least you have to begin your journey uh, somewhere. You have to begin the road to being married somewhere. So that's why I ask, do you really want to be married? Because if you really, really, and let me say something to you. You really can't be married if you're with somebody else's husband because he's married. What's happening is he's keeping you from your journey and your happiness. You have to make that. And I'm not telling nobody what to do. Do you. You have to make that decision where you want to be in your life. Because, listen, 
And then it's old-fashioned. I'm not saying it ain't going to happen. I'm not saying it's going to happen. You're going to have to accept that man where he's at. So if you accept him cheating with you, then you might have to accept him cheating with someone else while with you. If he do cheat with someone else, honestly, I know this ain't what you want to hear. You can't get mad. You really can't even get upset. You just have to accept because the first thing he going to say in one of those arguments is you knew who I was when we got together. A lot of y'all don't heard that. So you have to accept. That's why I said work on you first. Set boundaries and guidelines for you first. So listen, thanks for listening to Ride Hard, Love Hard, a podcast for biker couples where couples live out their journeys, build building hobbies, celebrating a fun life together. This is your boy E. Eric. We'll see you guys next week.